Whether it's through a book, movie, or TV show, and whether it's conscious or not, we're all looking for ourselves in media. Welcome to another episode of Small Town Sarah, where each week we're discussing our journeys in finding our representation in the medias we enjoy the most. Welcome to episode six of Small Town Sarah. I hope you all enjoyed my very first uh, interview last week with my friend Ross. Uh, We had a lot of fun doing it, and I hope you all had a lot of fun listening to it. I'm hoping to have more interviews coming soon. Um, This week, unfortunately, I was sick on the day I was supposed to record with my interviewee and so I'm I'm doing a solo recording this week but I have a very exciting book to talk to you about um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to this week. Today I'm talking about a book called The Life Giver by Jace Puttycomb. It's their debut novel and it's a standalone fantasy. It's perhaps so far one of the best quiet depictions of a romanticism in a book I've read. It's beautiful and it focuses on platonic love in such a wonderful way that I ended up crying at the end of it based on that, on the beauty of it. It is um, about a group of people called the Dreamers and their scribes. So each dreamer has a scribe and the dreamers are confined to these little underground rooms that they're never allowed to leave. And they have these very prophetic, very deep dreams. And the scribes are the only ones that are allowed to see them. And they, um, they write down their dreams and, um, deliver it to the the council who they're the ones that are in charge of uh, of this world all of a sudden at the beginning of the book the dreamers start getting attacked they are slowly dying people people are dying and so they have to try and figure out what's going on and why it's happening and stop it from happening to keep the natural order of things Um, and it kind of goes on this journey of what's happening and why is it happening and um it's part mystery and magic fantasy and um focuses very much on the relationship between a a certain dreamer and her scribe and um what they do to try and figure out what's going on as I said it's some of the best uh a romantic representation I've ever read so far um, I think what I liked so much about it is that it's it doesn't like point a finger and say, "Oh, this person they're aromantic, they're aromantic." It what it does instead is just emphasize the importance of uh, the friendship and the platonic relationship that has developed between this dreamer and her scribe. And the way that they look out for each other and the way they care for each other and the way 
they have each other's backs in a very deep, meaningful way. And I really liked that. I I thought that was really well done. Jace Puttycomb um, did a really great job of bringing that feeling uh, to the page. For me, friends are, are the most important thing I have. My friends are my family. Uh, I love my parents a great deal. But, um, you know, there's just something about a chosen family of friends uh, that... I don't know. It, it feels different. It it hits differently in a lot of ways, and uh, so having the that representation in a book really meant a lot to me. And uh, I thought it was just I thought it was subtly done, but it was done really, really excellently, which I think is really important for me. I, I love all books. I, I mean, there's very few books that I read, especially these days, that I dislike. Uh, but what I do find is that so many books nowadays, including mysteries or thrillers, have an undercurrent of romance. And I love romance. I love reading romance novels, as I've said before, and I don't ever have anything against romance. But as an aromantic, as someone that doesn't quite understand it and doesn't and feels rather uncomfortable about it uh it's hard to read it's hard to read over and over and over again I never let it really detract from my enjoyment of the book and I I try to see it in you know a very objective way and just allow it to be part of the story but it is really special to find a book in a genre that's my favorite fantasy that doesn't have any of that that allows instead the important parts to be the friendship and the platonic love so I I found myself weeping when I read this book The Life Giver because it meant so much to me. It was so special to find. And um, I just, I'm hoping for more of that. Uh, I think that so much of, of mainstream literature it has that kind of undercurrent of, of romance, whether it's uh, a positive way or unrequited love or, you know, a glance across the room or something that kind of hints at it. And so having this book that was like so focused on the platonic relationship and how deep that can be and how special that can be instead, it just really, really meant a lot. I, uh, I just, I absolutely fell in love with it. And I'm really hoping that Jace Puttycomb continues to write and then I get to keep reading their work because they, they just get to the heart of, of, the things I'm feeling. And uh, I think it really hit hard reading this book uh, when I did because um, it, I had just read like a bunch of like very romance uh, centered books right before. And I was really just kind of like burnt out on it and not feeling it. And then I read this book. This was back in March of this year, 2022. And, um, 
it was like a breath of fresh air all of a sudden. I, I fell instantly in love. You know, I've read a few other books that fall under the aromantic uh, umbrella. Loveless, which I talked about in my first episode, which I absolutely loved. And her journey of realizing her aromanticism, the main character, was very similar to mine. And I loved that. But I think that the reason the life giver means so much to me in a completely different way is because of that platonic love that is at the, the core of the book. Because I, I really, I deeply love my friends quite a bit. And, you know, I would do all the cliche things. I'd lie down in front of a bus for them. I'd hop on a plane, fly cross country for them at a moment's notice. Uh, because they they mean so much to me. And so having that kind of emphasized in a in a really beautiful way where it was just easily woven in. It wasn't like a, a giant spotlight on, hey, look, this thing is happening over here. It was just part of the natural flow of the book. Um, it was really great. It was really like a, uh, like I said, a breath of fresh air. It felt, it felt good to read, and it felt new and interesting. And I don't, I haven't read any other books like it um, where that was kind of the thing. And I, I really appreciated it uh, for that reason. I, uh, I once saw uh, a meme that said. That, that we need a new genre of books where it's, you know, happily ever after, but with best friends instead of lovers. And I, I absolutely agree. I need that. I need that in my life. I think I mentioned this on another episode, but that this book would fall into that in a, under the fantasy uh, umbrella, because that was what stood out the most, you know, this, ride or die friendship. It was really beautiful. Now, if you've been following me on Instagram for a while, you know that I struggle quite a bit with standalone fantasy novels. I have a hard time getting into them mainly because I'm in an unusual way. I'm a fan, a huge fan of world building. And especially when it's a different type of world, whether it's just magic added in or completely different, you know, planet or whatever it is. I, I enjoy the world building aspects of that fantasy can bring that a lot of people have difficulty with. Um, I like understanding the details. I like understanding how the world got from A to B and where the magic come from, comes from or, uh, or what have you. Uh, and so I like the details of it. I like having that extra amount uh, of information to go forward. And so I think fantasy does best, works best uh, for me in this series because you've got world building book, you've got storybook, you've got conclusion books, uh, however long that goes on. And I really enjoy that. And I like, um, especially if there's a lot of characters, I like having um, multiple books in order to kind of really get to the core of the characters and the story and the behind the scenes, I guess you would, of the main story. So I'm somebody that finds standalone fantasy very hard to do. I, I've read a few of them that I've just not enjoyed. I think that they either cram too much in or there's just not enough information for me to really appreciate it. Uh, and you know, that's just a me thing. I know there's a lot of people that 
prefer less world building that prefer standalones that don't want long drawn out series and I think that's wonderful but for me personally I've had a hard time finding a standalone fantasy that that can really work so I was very surprised when the life giver ended up being uh, a top read of March this year because it is a standalone fantasy and it's done brilliantly um there was you know I still for me I still wanted a little bit more information about some of the the background, but I I thought that in general it was done really really well and it wasn't a big chonker either. Um I can't remember how many pages exactly it was, but it wasn't like a thousand pages or anything really long. It it just worked really well. It it had enough information to make me understand where we were and what was happening and then it had this really beautiful mystery going through it that kind of kept me wanting to know the next thing without ever feeling lost or or like things were going too quickly and uh it wrapped up really beautifully and I I just thought that Jace Pettycomb did a really great job doing that I was very pleasantly surprised by it because it worked so well for me. Um, so that was, that was another aspect of it that I really appreciated that, uh, that standalone fantasy, um, worked really well for me, uh, in this case. I was very wary going into it because of that, that specific reason. And, uh, it, it ended up really, really working for me. Uh, I, I really liked that. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever, uh, else Chase Puttycomb comes up with. I think that they, uh, are going to be a favorite author of mine. I really appreciate what they're doing and I'm really, really excited to see what else they have to offer for me. I, I just want to shout out really quick, um, the Parliament House publishers, they are the ones that sent me an early copy of The Life Giver, and I just, I have to thank them because it was, it was so great, it was so meaningful to me. I, I just, like I said, I hope I get to read more like that and buy Jace Puttycomb soon. I hope that there's more soon for me. I really like, and, uh, I really enjoy finding new authors to obsess over. Uh, the only part about that is if you're finding them through their debut, then you have to wait a really long time for their next work. So, you know, it's the waiting game now for me, uh, with, with them, but, uh, it's also really exciting because then, you know, there's years ahead, hopefully of, of books to read by them, uh, by a new author that you've become, obsessed with and so uh endless possibility for entertainment on on its way as i hope everyone knows uh by now my handle on instagram at the moment i'm just at small town sarah reads and i'm debating if i'm gonna make a a new account just for the podcast i guess we'll see where if it grows more uh, as I, as I go along here, um, it might, it might be needed. Uh, but at the moment I'm over at small town, Sarah reads. And, uh, if you have more books like the life giver that are 
about the platonic love or platonic relationships and the importance of that, uh, send them my way, please. I'm always looking for more books to add to my TBR because, you know, it can never be long enough, obviously. Um, but especially those, I, uh, I don't have a lot, uh, that I know of off the top of my head at the moment, but, um, I, I'm definitely looking for more and, um, you know, more maybe towards the adult range instead of, uh, YA or, or, uh, middle grade. Cause I have a few of those and they're great and I love reading those, but I would like to see more in the adult the adult category. So if anyone knows of any, please come find me on Instagram and, and let me know uh, what they are so I can I can add them to my list. I think that, you know, out of all of the aspects of me that I would like to see in books more, it, the aromantic part is, is, is it. I would, I would love to see more of that. I would love for, you know, books or genre or books or series or whatever to start coming out that are are based around the friendship and the importance of friendship because of as I've stated many times I think you know we're aromantics are here and and we don't always want to rely on romance to be our entertainment and um, we really do need to start normalizing the fact that not everybody wants a romantic relationship and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with me for not wanting one or, or understanding them. And I'd like to start seeing that more in things. I think it's hard in books maybe and, and especially in like movies and TV to not have like a romantic subplot or, you know, a happily ever after for uh, romantic partners to happen um, because society is so convinced that that's the only path to happiness there is and so I think it's it's difficult to remove that from forms of entertainment and keep it and keep people interested uh the general population interested but um as somebody that values friendship over anything else I I would like for that to start coming about more I would love to see, you know, like I've said a few times, you know, that, that whole genre of, of, uh, of things where it's just best friends, you know, and they're doing their things and who knows what the adventure would be, but it could be something really great without it having to turn romantic. And I think that could be really, it just could be a lot of fun. And, you know, sometimes I think that, we just need fun instead of angst or, you know, the, the split up of, of lovers and the coming back together, um, especially third act breakups. Nobody needs that ever in a book, but, um, I think it could just be fun to have these, these best friend novels or, you know, yeah, the, the ride or die relationships that are platonic, uh, in, in books. I think that could be a lot of fun. Um, so I, I would just, I would like to start seeing that kind of come about. I, I'm not sure 
how it will come about or, or anything like that. But I hope that authors like Chase Puttycomb keep writing and that they uh, continue to produce works that are all about platonic relationships and platonic love and the importance of that because we do need it. We need it in, in our society and in our everyday just to have that that knowledge that, you know, aromantics are out there and we're living our lives and loving our friends and being okay with that. And I think I think it's important for us to be able to read books and enjoy ourselves through books or other media while seeing that. So I'm I'm hoping for more of that in in books to come. I'm not sure if it'll happen, but um I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for that. I think you know, we're seeing a lot of interesting things happening in publishing very very slowly, obviously, and obviously we need a lot more of a lot of things happening uh differently in publishing. We need to definitely have it be more diverse and inclusive and open. But um, it is happening a little bit at a time. And so I'm, I'm going to stick to being hopeful that a romantics are going to start seeing themselves. I'm sorry, start seeing themselves more and more in literature in uh, books and movies and TV and see what happens. I think that, it's also probably hard because not a lot of people know a romanticism is a sexuality. I think, uh, I mean, I didn't for a really long time, obviously, which is why it took me for, you know, until I was 34 to find it. And so it's, um, not a sexuality that people are all that familiar with. And probably one of the ones that people understand the least because it, you know, for society, it's so important to have a, a romantic partner. And, um, so I get it. It's, it's hard to, to produce media for something that people don't really know about, but, you know, I'm hoping that publishing starts opening up to more people in the aromantic community and, and more authors, like I said, like Jace Puttycomb come forward and are able to start producing work and being published by some of these, you know, big name publishers um and we get to start being more recognized and visible i think that's not only really important but i think it could also like i said be a lot of fun i'm you know i mean buddy cop movies are like a really fun thing to watch or buddy you know adventures are really great um and so it's I think it's, it could be fun for everybody, you know, and, uh, it could just be a, a really important touchstone for a, the aromantic community, wherever they are on the spectrum to see more of. I also hope that like, not just having an aromantic character is thrown in, but like the importance of the friendship part of it, where that's like the focus of it, because I think that that is equally as important to acknowledge as an aromantic character. I think that 
having that relationship be emphasized or a friendship be emphasized. Well, for me anyway, that's what's most important. You know, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't, you know, I don't like romance. I'm not, I don't want that for myself. I, um, I get uncomfortable when I read about it in books, not that I, I mind it in books. And again, I'm not saying romance is bad, but for me personally, um, but the, the thing that hits the hardest and is the most important for me is that emphasizing that friendships can be just as deep and important and meaningful as a romantic relationship. And so I would like to see that kind of emphasized more. Um, I thought the, like I said, the life giver does that really, really well without it being like, hey, look, I'm making this statement that friendships are important. Um, And so that is what I'd like to see a lot more of. And uh, I wish I was a writer. I wish I was somebody that had that discipline to sit down and, and write a book because you know, there's that old saying that if you don't see what you are looking for, or you don't read, you're not reading the books that that you want to read, then write them. So I wish I wish I was I was a better uh, I was someone that that was more inclined to writing. I just I don't have that drive. Every once in a while, I'll get a an inkling to do it. And I'll start writing and then I get distracted by like, you know, a shiny object or something. I I don't know if I'll ever be able to do it myself, but it, like I said, it gives me hope that there are authors being published out there like Jace Puttycomb, um, and that at like people like Alice Osman, Osman, sorry, uh, are writing books like Loveless and, um, and things like that. So I'm hoping that that's kind of going to start coming up more. Um, but, you know, I do want to make the distinction that, you know, the life giver is focuses on the platonic love and the, the deep platonic relationship that the dreamer and her, her scribe have. And um, Loveless talks about an aromantic asexual. And I think that those are all equally important I would like to see more literature, more books about just a romantics, um, like The Life Giver, where it talks about the friendship aspect and not a romantic asexuals, because we get lumped in so frequently um, into that. You know, everyone assumes if you're aromantic, you're asexual, and that's not true for everyone. And so, um, and people think the same of you know, asexuals, that if you're asexual, you're aromantic. And again, that's not true. We very um, diverse in the way we have, we experience our sexuality, just like, you know, gay people or bisexual people or, or whatever, we all have our own variations of what it is means to us. And as someone that's aromantic, but sexual, I'm, I'm an allosexual person. I would like to just, I would like to see more of that, you know, instead of just always at being asexual, aromantic, uh, because, you know, we're, we're here, you know, I, I'm, I'm living proof of it. And I know other aromantics that also have, you know, um, 
are allosexual and they they enjoy you know that aspect of of things and um so it it would just be nice to be recognized as their own thing instead of you know uh, everyone assuming that we're also asexual so i i just wanted to put that out there as as a distinction um but you know loveless is still a favorite read of the year and i really really enjoyed it and uh so i don't i don't have any problem with that mixing uh asexual and aromantic but um like i said i think the the life giver really meant a lot because of that it was aromantic it was focused on the platonic relationship and um it just it hit beautifully it really did it really hit beautifully well friends i think that's it for this one again the book i talked about today was the life giver by jace puttycomb and it was published march of 2022 by the parliament house it's great it's a wonderful novel it's a standalone fantasy and I really, I highly recommend it. I think, I think it could be, uh, people could, would really, really enjoy it, especially if you like fantasy and standalone fantasy that has like maybe a little mystery thrown in and emphasizes, uh, platonic relationships. It's, it's definitely worth the read. I'm hoping that next week we have another interview, uh, put up. I'm, I'm really trying to, get the ball rolling on these interviews and uh it's been you know life is just is life and so it's been a little difficult but I'm hoping to get some pre uh some interviews pre-recorded so that we have um you know I have content throughout the holidays uh that are coming up because uh December is a busy time for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons um whether it's you know holiday related or work related or or end of the year stuff um and so I'm I'm hoping to stockpile a little bit so that we have some fun interviews uh ready I'm really looking forward to a lot of the people uh that have said yes coming on here and talking about their representation and and how they feel about uh what they read and watch and see and uh, I think it could be, I think it's going to be really fun. I, th- I hope people continue to enjoy all the episodes, but especially the, the interviews that are coming up. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode. And as I always say, just keep reading. <laughs>